Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another edition of the World Football Index Scouting Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Miller. Today, we'll be breaking down Atletico Nacional's defender, Carlos Cuesta. He's a young 18-year-old playing in the top division in Colombia. I'm joined, as always, uh, by I guess we could call him the master of puns, Tom Robinson. Tom, how are you doing today? Doing very well, thanks. Um, I'm going to try and rein back the puns a bit because uh, my last attempt was uh, truly woeful, so I'm going to go for for quality over quantity now but um, we'll see how that goes uh quality over quantity could be something that we could say the next man could use for his twitter account and that's simon edwards our colombian expert simon <laughs> that was a pretty good one i'm proud of myself for that how you doing simon just 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 because i'm popular at the moment just because I'm, I'm upward trajectory and i and i appeal to people's tastes doesn't mean that it's not quality tweets going out there. If I say a club's good in Colombia and I get lots of retweets, you know, I know I'm appealing, appealing to my audience. We're not talking about a Deportivo Cali player on this podcast, but maybe on our next one, Simon, you could inform the fans that they are, in fact, the only team in Colombia that do have their own stadium, correct? Man, they, they loved that. That went crazy. That was like 300 retweets as if I said something good as opposed to stating a fact. But yes. At Simon Edwards SAF on Twitter for all of the all of the best <laughs> from Colombia. But today, guys, we are going to talk about Carlos Cuesta, uh, the young defender for Atlético Nacional. Tommy's a player we've seen uh, play at the youth levels for Colombia. Uh, he featured at the under seventeen South American Championships in 2015. Uh, even at the young age of just eighteen, he was a member of that under twenty squad uh, in the under twenty championships this past year. Not exactly the most physically imposing center back. He's not in the mold of, of the other Colombian center backs we've seen, you know, Yerry Mina, Davinson Sanchez. But he's been impressive in what we have seen from him with both Nacional and with Colombia. Yeah, you know, he, he doesn't necessarily stand out physically as, as one of these imposing center backs. But, you know, he's, he's a classy operator at the back there. You know, he's, he, he can play the ball out well from the back and carry it forward. You know, he's quite uh, quick across the ground and, and precise in the tackle. And um, I think the one thing that's, that's probably going to become a, a buzzword on, on today's pod is, is just his maturity. You know, that's the kind of thing that really jumps out at you when, when he plays. You know, he looks so composed and you're like, how is this guy still only 18? You know, the fact that he, he just kind of slotted into Atletico Nacional's um, team, you know, and, this, you know, and that, that was a good, you know, all conquering team you know he just slotted in at the age of of 17 and um, you know is immediately impressed you know like I think um there was one game that I saw him in um in the Copa Sudamericana where you know he started on the bench but he he came on at right back to replace uh, an, an injured player and then Nacional picked up a red card and he, he switched to centre back and you know played for over an hour with 10 men and and he just he just took it all in a stride, you know. So, yeah, he, he might not be your your typical big Colombian defender, but you know, there's, there's something something uh, special about him. Maybe a bit of the the Cannavaro, or, or I think uh, Simon's uh, pre pod was saying how he he reminded him of uh, Ivan Cordova. So, yeah, no, he's he's a he's a really interesting prospect. What what do you think are his best uh, attributes, Simon? Yeah, I mean, maturity is is definitely one. I mean, he's. He's quick off the ground. He reads the game very, very well. As you mentioned, not massively tall. I think he's what, five foot ten, but he's he's fairly fairly slight. He's not particularly powerful, but he reads the game so well for for an eighteen year old to 
to mop up behind. Uh, you know, he's played a lot alongside Alexis Enriquez, who is a, a very intelligent defender, who's a player who can really pass the ball out of defence, and is tall, but lacks a lot of pace. So the fact that Cuesta can can sit alongside a player with different qualities and really complement him uh, has been very, very impressive for uh, Atletico Nacional. I mean, he's 18, but he's already won uh, the Copa Libertadores, the Recopa Sudamericana, got to the Copa Sudamericana final when they would have faced Chapecoense. He's won the Colombian Cup. He's won the league. You know, <laughs> not bad for an 18-year-old. And he's now established as the Atletico Nacional first team central defender um, in what has been in recent years the most successful team in South America. So a lot of very good indications so far for, for Cuesta. Simon, I think Cuesta was certainly one of the beneficiaries of Atlético Nacional's success last year. We've talked about this a lot uh, on the South American pods, on the Libertadores pod, etc. Nacional played so many matches last year that they were running around in the Libertadores, the Sulamericana, that their domestic league matches, oftentimes they were fielding reserve 11s. And that's where we saw Cuesta kind of get his first chance to play. He made 12 starts last year for Atletico Nacional. And then, as you said, he's kind of fit in seamlessly then this year. How big was it for him to get those experiences, even if it was a reserve 11 for Atletico Nacional last year? And how much has that helped him this year have success with the squad? Yeah, no, I think it's definitely helped with the integration. Um, at, at, at one point last year, Atletico Nacional had three, four games a week uh, across the Copa Sudamericana, Copa Libertadores, playing there in Japan for the, the World Club Cup. So the team was really stretched and they used 40 or 50 players over the, over the, the year. Um, that said, he was one of the most reliable regular players. And, and as Tom mentioned, he played a few times in key Sudamericana games, popped up on occasion in the uh, Copa Libertadores. Let's Go Nacional have sold quite a few players. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why he's likely to stay for a little while. Um, they sold Najera, who was the other backup defender. So now there's Alexis Enriquez, Felipe Aguila, and uh, Carlos Cuesta. So there's only three <laughs> established centre-backs. And to say established for an 18-year-old, uh, again, is does reflect what you've, what you've mentioned, that the fact that he was, you know, made his debut at 16 at centre-back, which, again, this is a position where you would expect players to mature a little bit later, uh, especially someone who isn't uh, Jerry Mina-type, you know, physical giant. Um, so he does all his football with his with his brain, tidy in possession, uh, reads the game very very well, and just completely cool as cool as a cucumber <laughs> in defence. Um, I think uh, that's the most impressive thing. Um, Colombia have had a few very very powerful, quick defenders who have had varying success. Um, I think we've all got high hopes for Jerry Mino and Damerson Sanchez has been very good. But yeah, as you mentioned, Cuesta kind of fits into the Ivan Cordoba, shorter, not particularly strong, but very, very quick, very, very tidy and just very, very mature. Um, hopefully he continues to develop because if he's this intelligent and this composed at 18, I mean, what's he going to be like at 28? Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of very interesting positives uh, for Cuesta so far. Tom, how big of a concern is the physical attributes for Cuesta? We've mentioned it about 5'9", 5'10". He only weighs 67 kilograms, so he's not a big physical imposing presence. The maturity is, is great, and it certainly stood out at this young age for him. 
But how far can that actually get him if he does have these limitations as a central defender in places that can get very, very physical? I guess it's, you know, his, his physical attributes is something that's, that hasn't seemed to hold him back so far. And you, you kind of think that maybe he's, he's still got time to grow and, you know, you, you don't want him to be putting on too much muscle too early. You know, that could probably, you know, hamper him in the long run. So, you know, I think, you know, he's only 18. There's there's time for that physical side of his game to, to slowly develop and, and to bring on, you know, the height is obviously going to be something that's, you know, unless he has a, another growth spurt, could be an issue of stopping him from being a real elite level centre back in Europe, perhaps. But you know, we've seen we've seen plenty of centre backs under six foot. I'm pretty sure Godin is sort of around that around that mark, and uh, Otamendi for Argentina's you know not as not massive either. So you know, there, there's been plenty of South American centre backs in the past who've who've coped with that, and you know, I think these are things that can come with age whereas his intelligence and and reading of the game for that to be in there so young is is like invaluable really i think that that can always make up for his his lack of height or anything like that so for me yeah you know it's it's probably the the weaker aspects of his game right now but i don't think there's too much cause for concern in the long run only time will tell really Simon, when we were talking pre-pod about Cuesta, you mentioned that he's really stood out playing in certain partnerships. Uh, you mentioned playing with Enriquez at, at Atletico Nacional has really allowed him to play very well. What about that partnership specifically has, has impressed you from Cuesta's end? That is a concern. He does look a lot, lot stronger playing alongside kind of more experienced, uh, dominant defensive central defensive partner uh, at times he played with Aguila who, who is you know his early 20s and he's a decent player himself but you know having that for me uh, he kind of looks a bit like uh, Tim Cahill alongside John Terry John Terry was the 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 ball winner the dominant and uh, Cahill kind of tied it up for me I think Quester's anticipation means he's well suited to being the the playing alongside someone who's kind of a big dominant personality Cuesta is very very mature he's not particularly like loud and you know uh, dominant in terms of organizing the defense obviously he's 18 that may come there's no reason to think it won't but at the moment at his young age he's the perfect foil for kind of a more experienced uh, kind of dominant physical presence kind of who may be not so quick but is, is is stronger in the air I think that's the kind of ideal partnership at the moment I think with that kind of situation, he's he's perfectly suited. As I said, reads the game. If the the central defensive partnership misses the ball, he's always there to tidy up. So there's lots and lots of uh, real good qualities. And those kind of defenders are very, very useful. Uh, someone who's always confident on the ball, bringing it out, who reads the game well. You know, it's, it's the perfect foil for kind of one of those more physical defenders. Uh, so I think he'll be someone who... You know, an established European club would really like to kind of work with to to be that to be that uh, quick, you know, that sweeper or that be that ball playing, tidy, quick defender alongside maybe a more experienced, established centre back. So I think that's kind of his best best hope at the moment and his best role. Uh, again, that may develop with age, but at, at a young age, he seems very very adept at 
covering for a more experienced, slightly less less quick uh, defender. I think that's kind of the perfect partnership at the moment. You did mention earlier that Nacional have have been selling players, and, and that's been you know it certainly caused some consternation among the fans because of that. Simon, you think that Cuesta has at least a little bit more time at Atlético Nacional before he would make a move over to Europe. What Atlético Nacional have done uh, in the last six months is kind of cash in on all that success. So Borja, Guerra uh, in January, recently Mateo Saribe we went for six million to Mexico, Ibarguen for four million to Argentina. So they've basically cashed in on the generation. I think Cuesta's about a year too young to kind of reach his optimum value. Nacional don't need the money. Um, you know, there definitely seems to be a, uh, an approach by the, the directors to kind of cash in on that generation now. I think Cuesta hasn't quite reached his, his, his early peak as a young player. I think in a year's time, a year and a half's time, um, I think then Nacional will look to sell and probably get more money when he's had a, more games under his belt. So I think uh, the interest is kind of there, but I think Nacional aren't keen to sell uh, too early. Uh, they're not the same as uh, a Pereira, who we've spoken about previously, who kind of need the money now and will we'll maybe do a deal for a percentage or you know, maybe be more open to negotiation. Nacional are keen to make money out of this deal, but they don't need to sell straight away. So I think they're kind of biding their time to, to get the value up a little bit, uh, give him a bit more playing time. He's now established in the first team. So I think in six months, 12 months, his value is only going to go up. So... Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the time frame in terms of a move to Europe or to maybe a more established uh, league in the region. My next question was going to be Simon. Actually, it was um, you know when he does eventually make that move, where do you think would be the the best fit for him? You know, is he going to follow the Mina path and head to Brazil, or you know, is he going to go straight to Europe or or even to Mexico, where a few Colombians have seem to have had success? I mean, for me, I'd, I'd much rather see him go the Davinson Sanchez route than the Joey Mina route. That's worked out really, really well for Mina. But I think uh, in Brazil, having that physical edge and having that you know, dominance uh, really helps you to stand out. I think Cuesta's strengths lie in, you know, in a technical, intelligent player who reads the game really well. I think those are kind of the skill set that will be best suited to, to ideally Europe, um, if not somewhere like Holland, maybe um, Belgium, for example, there's a few Colombians have gone to Club Rouge recently, done really well. It's Guerrero, uh, Herman Mena, um, and uh, a few, a couple of others. So I think Holland or Belgium for me would be really good options uh, in terms of a league where he'll continue to develop the areas which are so strong. I think those would be better suited because he's not the kind of defender who will necessarily stand out in kind of a less tactical, more physical focused. Uh, league, so I think he'd do fine in Brazil, and I think he'd do fine in Mexico. But I think his his skill set and the type of player he is 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 perfect for a, a kind of more tactical, uh, you know, league that focuses is really going to help improve the skills that he has. So I would I would love to see him go to Ajax or see him go to uh, maybe Belgium or perhaps Portugal, somewhere like that. I think would be best for him. I would second what Simon says about the physical demands of the Brazilian league. I think a player of Cuesta's skill set could get lost in that when you are dealing with so many squads that just run up the wings and launch across in looking for a number nine. I think a lack of that physicality could 
could hurt him in Brazil, where, whereas Simon said it might not hurt him as much in other places where the intelligence would, would factor in more and, and would, certainly be, would certainly be more appreciated. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree as well. I had written in my notes that, you know, Portugal type or Holland would be, would seem like a, would a good place to go and, and potentially even Italy in the long term, you know, for the more tactical side of uh, defending especially could be perfect for him. So yeah, and then and then my my other question to, to well to both of you guys was was going to be you know at national team level we've we've got a lot of promising centre backs coming out of Colombia now we've you know we've mentioned both Sanchez and Mina um, and then you know there's there's a fair few others in contention as well so you know what do we reckon as a pod his chances of breaking into that senior national team anytime soon. Uh, well, for me, I think it, it won't be until after the World Cup in Russia. There's a few players there already, uh, guys like Sabata, uh, still around, Davinson Sanchez, and I think Jerry Mina. It looks at this point to be the the long-term partnership for Colombia. Davinson Sanchez had a, a disappointing game uh, recently for Colombia. Uh, again, it's we're talking very, very early in his development didn't really impress whereas Jerry Mina has been very very impressive so I think Jerry Mina's of the of the three is is in pole position Davison Sanchez obviously playing in Europe playing for Ajax uh, having pre- impressed and being linked with big clubs is is in contention so I think a couple of years down the line I think there's that three could be the the three moving forward for Colombia I also like someone like Jefferson Jefferson Gomez but he's been playing for Envigado he's now moved to junior We'll see how he does. I think he's got a lot of the ability, but he's very much, his profile is much, much uh, lower than the other three at the moment. So I think um, moving towards the 2018 World Cup, I think he'll be on the fringes, but I think he may be in the squad um, for for the, the campaign after that, uh, moving towards the Copa America and the, the following World Cup. So I think 2018 onwards, uh, he could be in, he could be in with a shout, although I think Sanchez and Jerry Mino are, are quite far ahead at the moment. Important to note as well that, you know, Davinson Sanchez is already 21, Yeri Mina 22. We're talking about a player in Cuesta who's still only 18. So he has three or four years. Those guys have three or four years of development on him. Um, and especially with the timing of the World Cup with consideration to now, I think I would agree with Simon that it's hard to see him getting into that World Cup squad for sure. Uh, but beyond that, I think he's the type of player that, that Peckerman in, in Colombia could, could certainly use. Yeah, I think he'll complement well to someone like Jerry Mina. I mentioned how he's done very well with uh, Alexis Enriquez, who who is kind of a physical presence. Uh, I mean, Jerry Mina is on a ne- another level in terms of physical physical attributes, and I, I think I can see uh, Jerry Mina bringing the ball out of the back and, and driving forward, and and Cuesta having the game intelligence to sit in behind or to 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 cover for for Mina. Uh, I think that would be a nice partnership. Although, obviously, Davinson Sanchez in the mix, it's a nice problem to have. It certainly is that. And, and one final thing for you, Simon. We've talked before about how Colombia does tend to select domestic-based players. Certainly won't hurt Cuesta being at Atletico Nacional. That certainly seems to be one of the clubs that, that Peckerman and Colombia do select those domestic-based players from. No, absolutely. Absolutely. There's been a few Nacional players who... I've been surprised they've had such important roles in the Colombian national team. And there's a bit of frustration from some other clubs in Colombia that, that national players do have that kind of the, the better chance. But I think, you know, a team that's playing regularly in the Copa Libertadores, a team with huge support, uh, a team that's, you know, has a lot of, a lot of 
established players in the in the national team already. Yeah, I think he couldn't be in better place in terms of his profile and in terms of national call-ups in the future. I think Cuesta is is certainly going to be a name to keep an eye on. I appreciate the the difference of him, especially when you juxtapose him against a player like Mina or Sanchez, who have that physicality. What Cuesta lacks there, uh, from what I've seen so far, he certainly does make up for it in that intelligence. And I think that's going to make it very interesting to see how much that is valued by potential future clubs. Uh, for more from the World Football Index, be sure to follow us on Twitter and subscribe, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes to keep up with all the latest. Uh, but as for now, that leaves me just to say thanks for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.